Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives. This week we sit down with Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star Heather Gay, who talks about Jen Shaw pleading guilty, her relationship with Whitney Rose, and if she sees a friendship reconciliation with Lisa and Meredith. Well, Heather, I'm absolutely loving this season so far. I, like, I can't believe like it's mid-season trailer. But like, how has this season been different from you than from past seasons? Has it been? I mean, it seems like a little bit more challenging this season. Oh yeah, this has been this has been my hardest season yet. I know it's only season three, but it's been a completely different experience for sure. You know, season one was fresh and new, and everything was just like overwhelming. But I had you know. Whitney by my side and we were like going through all of it together and then season two everything that went down with Jen just made it tumultuous and you know we didn't know what was going on and so but I really as sad as it is I had so much fun season two because once we got over the trauma of the SWAT team at Beauty Lab and Laser Parking Lot we really did just kind of enjoy each other and have a lot of fun and season three has been hard because you know, you've seen kind of the breakup of bad weather mm-hmm. and like, that's a real relationship in my life. That was a real friendship. And there's a lot of conflict that has come from that because we have the same groups of friends. We have the same, you know, we're in each other's lives and to have the show affect that has been, it was hard while we were filming and it's been doubly hard now to watch it back. Did you ever think that that would happen between the two of you going into this show? Did that, was that ever in the back of your mind? Never, not even, not even a cloud on the horizon, not even a thought. Like I would say over and over, like, I'm so glad we have each other, Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm really, really tight with Jen, but it was like, Jen had everybody, you know, but I just had Whitney, you know, and it was, it was important to me. Right. You know, I spoke to Whitney recently. She said the two of you are still not in a good place, you know, after BravoCon, do you feel the same way? And do you feel like this relationship can be repaired? I mean, I've been watching the episodes along with America and every week it seems like we're digging a deeper, deeper hole to get out of. And, you know, the problem for me is that I'm kind of like redefining a lot of my relationships in my life because like I'm becoming a different person. Like I was just a loser and now I'm famous. I'm just kidding. No, I just feel like I am starting to like value the people that are in my life consistently. And that makes it hard for me to 
look at our friendship and the way that it just disappeared overnight. Like, I feel like our friendship just went up in smoke and I'm not sure how to repair that. Do you feel like you know what went wrong or is it now looking back, you're like, I don't even know how this took a turn. I still don't even really understand what I'm doing wrong and like how to fix it. I think that I've been really frustrated and I've like, you know, done things that were out of character for me when I get really frustrated and kind of pushed to my limit. I don't want to ever scream at the people I love. I don't want to ever yell, you know, obscenities at anyone. And I also just want to be in a good place with everyone in my life, my friends and, you know, my, my dearest friends, of Mm -hmm. course. Yeah. Do you feel like she did choose Lisa over you? I mean, no, I don't feel like that was even, I mean, I feel like she wants to choose Lisa over me and she's trying to choose Lisa, but I don't know if Lisa's choosing her back, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you ever did answer Lisa's question. Do you like her or not? Um, (laughs) I love all humans. Do I choose to to spend as much time as possible with Lisa? No, I do not. Not at the top of the list. Were you expecting um, her away in the manger to become such a viral hit? I hoped. I hoped. (laughs) I knew that if she showed up for choir auditions and she's saying she would give America something that they would want to see. And she did not disappoint. Like, it was so fun doing those auditions. I really wanted the choir to be more about everyone that came and that audition process and the fun that is involved in hearing people sing. But instead, unfortunately, it became a lot more about the drama and about the conflict and less about the actual choir, which is something I'm totally passionate about. And the choir still rehearses every other week. We are doing Christmas performances. It's been really, really fun to watch the choir develop. Oh, definitely. It's a, that was like one of my favorite uh, moments in Housewives history. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. I love it. Um, It seems like everyone is really going at you hard in the upcoming episodes. Did that, like like you said before, this has obviously been a really hard season, but does that surprise you that everyone was really going kind of after you? Yeah. Why is everyone so mad at the good time girl? I'm just trying to show up, have a good time, bring people together. And I'm not perfect. I've never said I was a perfect friend. I've never said I was you know, the model of friendship. I'm just trying to show up, do the best I can, be the best friend I can in pretty intense circumstances. And it seems like no matter what I do, it's not landing, you know, people are mad at me and I don't know how to fix it. Do you feel like you're kind of at like a loss? Is it with everybody or is it just, you know, with Whitney, it seems like uh, with Jen and upcoming episodes and Lisa, like, do you feel like anybody's kind of on your side at this time? Um, I always, I always feel like Jen's on my side. Like Jen's always has my back when it comes down to it, it feels like. And Meredith and, you know, Lisa's not really coming for me in that much either. It's just really feels like the conflict has been mostly just with Whitney. And it's because of that, it's affected my relationships with everybody. Right. Everybody's been talking about this black eye moment since we saw the trailer. I mean, I know you can't tell me exactly what goes down, but what can you tease about it? And was somebody trying to like break into your hotel room? Like this footage that we're seeing is kind of crazy. It was not a hotel room. Okay. It was was the Airbnb that we were staying at in San Diego. Okay. So it's coming soon. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But I'll tell you, when I saw the jiggle of that door handle, I didn't know that there were hidden cameras in my room. So when I saw the season, the, you know, the trailer for the second half of the season, and I saw like me in a towel approaching the door and them jiggling the handle, that was footage that one, I didn't know was being recorded and two had no idea. So I am 
now waiting with the rest of America to see what unfolds. Oh my God. I like, I, I cannot wait. There's like so many theories going around out there about what, what could have happened, but did that change things for you going forward? Well, I mean, listen, it's not the first time I've had a black eye. It's probably not going to be the last time I've had a black eye. You know, you wake up with a black eye, you move on, you make the best of it. You try not to let it affect your life too much. Right. You know, I watched this episode, uh, this upcoming episode, and it seemed like the trip to San Diego was anything but fun, even though you guys wanted to be fun so bad. Were you expecting things to go that south while you were there? I mean, I have watched Housewives my entire life, so I know that cast trips tend to go south, but... (sighs) I did not anticipate the way that that trip torpedoed. No. Yeah, no. It seems like you and Jen kind of really go at it in the upcoming episodes. Did she really want you to pick between her and Angie H? And like you said before, you know, you guys are still uh, close friends, but did this put a strain on your relationship? I mean, it put a strain on that dinner and that conversation for sure. But Jen, Shaw, and I, we throw down hard and we bounce back high. And we have we are no stranger to strong words within each, you know, amongst each other. But that's kind of how friendship is. You can fight hard and recover quickly. And I had hoped for that. And I had assumed that with Whitney and it just hasn't been the case. Yeah. Has it been hard watching back this season, knowing that she pled guilty and still maintained her innocence to all of you? Has that been difficult for you? It's been difficult for me to watch her manage all of that, you know, and to see what she's facing, because I think of Jen as much more than just, you know, this fascinating person on television. You know, she's a mother, she's Mm -hmm. a sister, she's a daughter, she's a cousin. She is very, very integrated in her family and in her community. And her pleading guilty affected, you know, she had to answer to so many other people. The last person on that list should be me. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you concerned for her at this time? Because Meredith said she was concerned for Jen at that time, like during the San Diego trip. Were you? Yeah. I mean, I'm always concerned and also amazed at Jen's ability to be resilient and to be strong and to, to, you know, I know that a lot of people, this might not be a great quality, but to be fun and to be enthusiastic when you're facing like the type of things she's facing, that's a quality that I admire in people. I like someone that can show up and be a good time girl, even with the weight of the world on their shoulders. And Jen is that friend, you know, she can put aside her own things and really show up and be a great, great person to be around. Yeah. What did you think about um, Angie Kay and Dana? Well, uh, what what dynamics did they bring to the group this season? Um, well, listen, I say fresh meat is chum in the water. So <laughs> you know, go for it, ladies. It's 
you know, I like meeting new people. I like making new friends. It's a little bit different uh, making friends under the auspices of a television show because you never understand what people's motivations are going to be. And I think I'm just learning now to stand back a little bit and watch and not fall head first in love with people immediately, but to take take a little bit more time and to, um, you know, just wait, be a little more patient to see how things unfold. Yeah. You know, at BravoCon, you said that Whitney was the person that reaches the most um, on the show. Do you still stand by that uh, answer? Yes. A hundred percent. With this, with this group of women, you do not need to reach or create or stir up drama. You mm-hmm. put us in a room, there will be drama. We are dynamic, opinionated, passionate, funny people. And that is what I love about being on the show. And that's what I love about this group of friends. And so to create unnecessary fights and issues and not, you know, and to talk about me behind my back, that to me is not only a bad friend, but it's a reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, you know, with the, the drama between Lisa and Meredith kind of died down a little bit in these past few episodes, how are things between the two of them? And do you think that they'll ever get that friendship back that they once had or even want well, to? Yeah. I mean, I have watched Meredith kind of navigate this and Elisa's apologized, you know, several, several times and, and tried hard to like get over it. And I think that there's going to be a point where they both need to get over it, but that's not really my call. I have never had a friend say those types of devastating things about me. And so for me personally, I think I could get back to a place of like cordial friendship, but that trust for me would be gone forever Mm -hmm. because I'm, you know, I can take a lot of banter and a lot of fighting, but not when you attack the core things in my life, like my marriage my chastity <laughs> and and just how you feel about me as a person. When someone says that they fucking hate me and oh, sorry, okay, we can believe it. Hate me and I'm a piece of shit, piece pos garbage whore. Like that is something that I'm going to see and hear every time I look in the mirror. Right. No, totally. Do you feel like you and Whitney are at that cordial, or could do you think you can get past the cordial place and back to that good friendship? I know you kind of said a little bit before. You know, I, that, I don't know. I have not heard Whitney even acknowledge that the, anything about the things she said about me. And the more I hear her say about me in confessionals and behind my back, the harder it is for me to understand how will, how she ever liked me in the first place, honestly. Right. Yeah. And how do you feel about Bad Mormon? You know, everybody's going to kind of hear your story soon. Bad Mormon is the reason that I was not as invested in my friendships is because I was deeply invested in this book. It is This book is my, you know, life story. It's how I went from being like, you know, steeped in a very patriarchal controlling faith for the entire, for my entire life and how it devastated me when I wasn't able to really participate in that community anymore. And then to have a new community of housewives and this whole world kind of embrace me. And that it's, that's the story in Bad Mormon. And I'm really proud of it. And it's a book that I loved writing and I loved reading. And I hope that America does too. I can't wait. And we also have Ultimate Girls Trip season three. What can you kind of tease about that? Was that a wild ride? That was a wild ride. That was like the all-star game. I was with the, all of the, you know, all-stars playing with the big dogs, the big girls. And I had so much fun with those women. I learned so much and I got to be on the other side of the world. I never thought a girl like me would get to go to Thailand with the most dynamic, beautiful women I could imagine. And so that was a dream come true. Definitely. Who kind of surprised you the most? 
surprised me the most was Candace because Candace in person is not Candace on Twitter. And now when I watch her on Twitter, I just think, oh my goodness, you know, like I can't believe how much range this woman has. (laughs) What also surprised me was um, just how good they all are at just being on all the time and they don't sweat or get sweaty or, and I was just a hot mess in Thailand. And I felt like every other woman just looked flawless consistently. And so I learned a lot about glam and I learned a lot about uh, standing up for what you believe. And I learned how to like, how to fight fair. I think. I cannot wait to see it. Heather, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. This has been great. All right, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. But if you want some more Housewives news, head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.